All right, what we're about to get into might be a first in show history, as in the fact that uh, this is, I guess, really an update call of sorts, and they really haven't happened before, but you know, if I guess quick programming though, because I do get people that, that kind of question me on this, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is generally reserved for what is uh, called agency nation sound, or just kind of the, the raw to the point kind of straight forward interviews that we do. And, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays is, um, kind of the show that I've always done, you know, predating, you know, my time at agency nation called insurance in your words. And uh, that's where I kind of deconstruct uh, some conversations with agents. There isn't really, really rhyme or reason as to, you know, what, you know, what ends up where, but, um, I did about eight episodes with my, my good friend, bogus Hansel of Hansel and associates out of Chicago, Illinois. And everybody that's, that's on the insurance in your word show always says, you know, because it, it takes a little bit for the, the episodes to come out. And by the time, you know, some of the, the last episodes are, you know, kind of being produced from that call, it's usually a year, year and a half removed from when it actually happened. And then everybody's like, Oh, we got to update. Cause I've changed so much. And that's the fun part about it is you can kind of go back in and, and actually, take a peek at their agency from what you just heard and, and where it is today. And so I, I rarely ever do um, update calls, but this is one of those times where I just actually called Bogus up and just want an update call from, from the previous episodes that he's been on, see what he's been doing, see what he's been up to. And actually this call itself is uh, been sitting on the shelf a little bit. This, this goes back to about middle of February this year. And uh, it, because it was so extensive and, and really kind of sprawling, I wasn't sure what to do with it, but, um, and it's actually going to be, I think a part, a two-part situation here, and Bogus is going to leave you on a cliffhanger, challenging one of my loves. I guess that's a little intimate uh, marketing, kind of one of my you know marketing passions, and and, and we're going to get into that. But uh, that that's kind of where we're going to end things, and we'll pick it back up. Uh, but I just thought I'd give you a little context as to what's actually happening here, just in case you were paying attention. And uh, I, it's a really great conversation with Bogus talking about. Um, you know, just processes and, and, and kind of dedication to a niche. And they have a, certainly a very unique one. And uh, and just kind of seeing where his agency is at. Uh, so here you go. Enjoy. Hansel Associates, Bogus, I can help you. Bogus, I'm an idiot. How you doing, sir? <laughs> What's going on, Joey? You, you forgot. Three o'clock, right? I did not forget. I was I was stuck. So it's new. We haven't spoken in like two years. That's not true. Um, we spoke. <laughs> when was the last time we spoke? Uh, July 2017. Well, like on like the phone, but I saw you in Charlotte like a little over a year and a half ago. Um, and then you were at Elevate, but you were kind of a ghost. Uh, so we spoke briefly there, and I think that was the last time we saw each other. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, we haven't spoken intimately, if you really want to get down to it. <laughs> So what's new? What's what's new with you, Joey? I mean, not a whole much. I'm just trying to live the dream, you know. What about you? You know what? Changes happen quickly. Um, oh. I mean, a lot's changed within the agency, yet everything is still the same, in my opinion. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's uh, it's always you know two steps forward, one step back type of situation. But uh, you know, we're we're on the right foot. We're moving forward. A little bit of turnover here in the last year and a half, but uh, we've got the right people in place to hopefully move forward and move forward with with the goals that we've set forth. That's good. Turnover sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yeah, I mean it's you, it comes unexpected sometimes. Sometimes you think you're doing the right thing and it's not the right fit, but you know, like we we spoke before, it's a transitioning period for the agency, right? So you know, you're you're losing some bad, some not 
correction. You're using some, losing some old blood and you're gaining some new blood. Um, and with that, you know, it's a lot easier to ad- adapt new changes to the agency with someone newer. Um, you don't have to battle that, uh, that resistance to change. Yeah. So, I mean, where are you guys at? I mean, uh, I know you and your brother are kind of being groomed, so to speak. Is that part of the change acceleration? Being groomed? Um, yeah, I'd say we're being groomed. I, I think that we're, 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 we're learning all the, all the dirty little secrets <laughs> of, of the industry. But um, it's really, I mean, it's still, still the same thing. I mean, that, that aspect hasn't really changed. Um, you know, what, what I've really cut back to is trying to make sure that, you know, we, we handle just the nature of the business that our agency handles. It's, it's very hand on, hands-on uh, being bilingual. So you, you got to take a look at, you know, what that entails, right? So we get a lot of calls and a lot of translations needed. Um, you know, so I really took a step back in the last six months and really, really figured out how to automate that. Um, you know, you lose one or two key players on your service team just because of that, that unfortunate turnover. And you got to just kind of grind it out and, and figure out a way forward. And that's what we did. I mean, we did that and now everyone seems to be nice and happy. Hmm. Interesting. Well, what automation? So I use automation kind of broadly. Um, I think that whatever system that we set up in my eyes, it's an automation, not necessarily that it just fully automatically works itself. Um, you know, I, I used help with, with some agents out there to, to set up active campaign. Um, we rely on a lot of the, the manual service entry work, uh, you know, utilizing marble box, yeah. um, you know, which frees up a lot, a lot of time for our CSRs. Um, just because of those processes, they haven't been changed for so many, so many years. Um, and we do a lot of agency bill, which requires a lot of data entry, you know, and, and freeing up that time. For, for, for the service team to actually having those meaningful conversations with clients. That's, that's a huge, huge plus for our people. Yeah. I mean, so I'm curious on that, on the service team, on the CSR front, like what do you view a meaningful conversation? Like how, like as, as opposed to doing any, like you said, that entry stuff, like what have you seen be the biggest kind of results driver from using somebody like marble box? Well, you're not rushing from conversation to conversation. Right when you're when you're bogged down with inputting policy data or sending out a renewal notice or something like that, yeah. um, in between picking up phone calls where we you know we receive anywhere from 250 to 400 phone calls on a on a given day, you know you're you're rushing through those conversations. You're not really digging deeper, asking questions, getting to actually know the client. Um, you know, and if you don't do that, you're not able to really figure out what they need. Um, so we've, we've, we've really gone back and freed up time on their back end and figure out what was their biggest frustra- frustration in their work day, you know, just so their workload kind of seems a little bit more calm. Yeah. And I mean, even just the, just the idea of letting somebody feel a little more relaxed to have the freedom to do that is probably a big game changer. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm super jealous of all the agents that never have a walk in or, you know, the, you know, get to work from home and stuff like that. Unfortunately, that's not how, how our agency is built. But we're figuring a way out to do that. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out exactly how to let our customers know, you know, hey, you know, just because you can't get a hold of us right now, like you can utilize the tools on the website. You can send us email. Um, you know, you don't actually have to physically come in, come see us or talk to somebody pers- on, you know, on the phone. 
a hundred percent of the time. So it's, it's, it's kind of a learning curve, um, you know, for the agency and they're them moving away from their old habits and then the clients, you know, learning, uh, learning how the agency really, really wants to function. Right on the street is, is you want to get a little more dedicated to digital marketing this year. <laughs> Maybe I gotta, I gotta have time, time for that. Hmm. Why don't you have time now? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm not going to bore you with the with the details. Just clean up. Just a lot of clean up. We're going to be moving AMS systems, and you know, just trying to get ready for that. Where are you um, going? What are you, what, what's where are you going to? Moving from 360 over to Hawksoft. Interesting. Yeah. So it's uh, 360. You know, it's 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 a workhorse, and you know, we've we've learned to love it and hate it at the same time, but just the time that it takes us to correct errors from our end um, to getting it to function the way that we need it from their end. Um, it's just a time killer for us. You know, we've realized we've gotten to the point that not only are the additional savings that we might get um, moving systems, but everyone's starting out from scratch learning a new system. So we're really going to try to make sure the data going in is a lot ba better than the data that went to AMS 360. When that was rolled out, um, there really was no process um, or system as to how to input data, and people kind of just learned on their own. So we're getting any type of reporting or any valuable data out of it for us um, was really tough. So what we spent, you know, the last since probably since we last talked um, on the phone, me and my brother probably spent all that time cleaning up back-end data um, correcting, you know, customer counts and everything just so we can start getting like meaningful, meaningful numbers and, and utilizing all that stuff for marketing and everything. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but we still, you know, people are hesitant to change. You know how many times you, you got to ask them to change and, yeah. you know, and repeat it and, and work through them, you know, they're still going to make mistakes. And when you have a, a program like AMS 360, it doesn't require you to fill out specific fields. People are going to miss them. They're going to skip them. And then that's always that one field that you needed to have figured out. It's just uh, an ongoing frustration. Isn't it always, though? What are you hoping to accomplish with some of those frustrations out of the way with the marketing? Like any, any sort of big initiatives? Big initiatives. You know what? It's one of those things where we've really kind of during the cleanup process and during the outsourcing of certain things, we've really kind of gone back and built out specific processes for our team internally. And based on those processes, I think just the, the function and fluidity of the agency is going to be a real strong suit for us. And I think that's something that we'll be able to apply moving forward. Um, you know, our niche is, is the Polish market. I mean, that's something that we were going to continue to grow and we, we plan to grow that into different states this year, you know, so that, that's going to be a big move for us, you know, and that's the, the marketing there is, you know, that's, that's probably what's going to take up a lot of time once we start moving forward with it. You know, you have to, you have to do everything into, and from what we've, you know, we've come across is you have to do everything in both languages. You know, if you don't do it in, in, in both languages, then you're not going to get all the data or all the information across to the customers the way that you wanted to. Hmm. Um, so it's you know it's 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 a tough tough hill to climb, but uh, but we're we're gonna do it. Polish market in different cities, huh? 
So what are you thinking? Uh, I mean, you got to look at where, you know, where there's a lot of, you know, Polish people around the largest populations, uh, you know, Michigan, yeah. New York, um, Arizona Michigan. has a good, uh, Michigan has a, has a good population. Hmm. Um, you know, so New York, Colorado, Arizona, you know, so we're doing kind of just our research on, on what's going on there. We're looking at what other agencies are in that area. You know, just trying to see if there's somebody that kind of stands out on that, you know, and then and then, and then go after it. You know, and then you're teaching anything that comes in. I mean, obviously, it's going to be coming in from, you know, out of state. It's all going to be done electronically or over the phone. You're going to teach the customer from step one exactly the way that you do business. Um, you don't have to really worry about that person, you know, flying three hours to come see you in the office. <laughs> no, that would be that would be silly. That'd be dedication, though. That's true love of a customer, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> but depending on what the topic conversation is. Yeah, no, I, I guess that's, you know, I, that's what I've always, in, I always found fascinating with you guys is the, the dedication to that kind of niche that most people would kind of try to talk themselves out of. Does that make sense? I, you know, I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, I, it's completely different when, you know, the agency is started by someone who speaks Polish fluently, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that's the someone that's, you know, my dad is a big supporter of the Polish community here in Chicagoland area. And, you know, he's gotten a lot of uh, recognition for that. And that's just what he, you know, he wanted to focus on where Polish is his, you know, strong language. You know, his English is great, but it's not 100% perfect. Um, you know, it'd be the same, you know, for him to, if he tried going just towards the English speaking market, you know, off the, you know, right off the bat, it'd probably be a completely different, uh, history of the agency, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't really, I don't think we would be where we are today, but Meaning uh, in a good or a bad way. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, w I don't think we'd be the size that we are. Um, I think my dad's very driven and he would have figured out um, a way to do it. But, you know, if you look at our, you know, just like the book of business that we have, and if you're looking at it and it's 90% of, of the book is, you know, Polish speaking, you know, that's, that's, that's where we, you know, make most of our money, right? That's where, that's, that's, those are the families that we cover. Those are the businesses that we help, you know, people, people find us, they know that we're, we're, we're around and, you know, that's, that's the, the important part, right? Yeah, no, I mean, so how's your Polish, I guess? It's, you know what, tell you the truth, I never had any Polish friends throughout grade school and high school, and then I came to work at the agency, and after I worked my way up through the mailroom, I worked my way over to a CSR, and my dad said, pick up the phone, and that's pretty much how I brushed up my Polish. Uh -huh. I took Polish school when I was younger. My writing, if I can write in Polish, but I can't do it fluidly so it takes me a long time to write like two sentences um just because of the alphabet um but uh but on a day-to-day -day basis probably 85 percent of the words that come out of my mouth in the agency are polish so wow that's crazy so i mean like most conversations you have with clients are in another language uh yeah clients 100 percent um you know even with coworkers. Um, you know, we have, we have a few coworkers or a few, you know, coworkers that don't, don't speak Polish. We have one that's Ecuadorian. We have one that, uh, speaks Russian, Ukrainian. Um, you know, so, uh, they're, they're, they're learning and, uh, I'm learning their language a little bit too, but, uh, not everybody in the agency is Polish. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it works out, right? 
It does. I think. I don't know. I've never, I mean, you know, my, uh, my family's Italian, but we never learned to speak Italian. So it's crazy. I guess that blows my mind because I mean, that's like a, that's another level of dedication, especially even like you said in the office, you know, I mean, most of your conversations are in Polish. Um, have you, have you attempted to create any content in Polish? I mean, assuming you have, I mean, have you seen that it'd be easier to get ranking and have people find you based on that? Cause I mean, I think I've been to your, I mean, I've been to your site many times. I don't know that I have seen Polish. You know what we had before we had two separate sites built out. Um, one was in Polish, one was in English. Um, we didn't really have the tracking in place to really figure out where we're getting we certain go. people coming from. Yeah. So what we did is we kind of cut back, kind of built out when we rebuilt the site with, uh, Kelly from agency appeal, we went back and rebuilt the site from scratch. So it really wasn't a template. We kind of just modified it to what we thought. Um, in my opinion, I think it needs a refresh and we kind of just made up one page that was dedicated to it, but that one page works. So when you look at that and you look at that one page and, you know, it says What's the Polish market? insurance agency in Chicago, you know, and, and it pops up in the search results and it pops up on the first page with very little stuff done, the finish line or the goal to, you know, make that number one and make that number one in, in a lot of different areas, um, just a little bit more work, you know, will go a long way. So, but uh, like I said, my Polish isn't, uh, my Polish writing isn't the best. So it's one of those things where I write everything out in English and then I have somebody internally in the office translate it. And grammatically, it's not always 100%. So you kind of have to figure that out too. Um, and then once you get that, then you, you know, you build it out and, uh, and then you move forward with it. But, uh, but yeah, I was actually talking to Rob about that uh, with our standing phone call we have on Fridays. He's like, yeah, you know, just, just go after you know, I would, if he was in my situation, that's what he would go after is he'd go after just the Polish niche and, uh, and just have at it. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's what we plan on doing. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty intense. I'm just, I'm, I don't mind me. I'm just kind of stalking your site a little bit more. So is it just this page that assuming is in the one tab on the menu that I can't read with the Polish flag next to it, I'm assuming? <laughs> yeah, that's the one page that exists, yep. And what is that word? Yeah. Uh, was it start with a U? Yeah. Ubezpieczenie? Yeah, what is, yeah, I mean, stop showing It's up. insurance in Polish, oh, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah. That's insurance, huh? Yep. Hmm. I never won a Polish word. Um, <laughs> I could teach you more, but you probably can't play them on the podcast. Yeah, well, that's all right. If they don't know, then, I mean, does it really, is it really a, uh, is it really a cuss word if they don't know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for us. It's, you know, it's not easy. Um, you know, even with, you know, people employ marble box and they're able to cut down, you know, one or two people, um, you know, three people sometimes when you're, you know, outsourcing 40 to 60 hours, um, of work on a weekly basis, you know, we've actually added team members, um, just because of what our plans on and what we want to do. So, you know, it's, it's a different structure for most agencies. You know, I get jealous sometimes when I see other agencies talking about, you know, how they're doing this, how they're doing that. And they have all these VAs handle everything and they pretty much just sit back and, you know, collect the commission checks. That's not the way that we're set up and that I can't imagine being set up like that. I think I'd get bored with myself, <laughs> but, um, but I mean, Chicagoland area, I mean, you probably have 40 or 50 other Polish speaking agencies, you know? 
So, you know, when other than some of like the larger direct writers or captive agencies, you know, we're, we're probably the largest independent agency in the market um, here. And, you know, we're proud to be so, and we're proud to, you know, continue that. Try to figure out exactly like, so, I mean, let's say I'm assuming there's not a whole lot of competition in the Polish insurance game, or could I just be completely wrong about that? I mean, what's competition? I mean, it's one of those things. I, I don't. Is the agency down the street competition? Is the direct writer the competition? Am I only looking for Polish-speaking clients, or am I looking for clients in general? You know, am I spending marketing money to get a client in through the door, or I'm you know saving that money to buy another book of business? It, it depends on what, I mean, competition is such a, I mean, there's so much market share around that everyone can be happy as long as you have, if you're set up the way that the client likes, then you're going to continue to grow because they're going to refer people. But I don't, you know, I'm not like battling on the streets against another agency, right? Well, well let me, let me rephrase. <laughs> I'll say how much competition do you have from another agency that has even one page that says Polish and insurance on it? Like, do you, have you come across other people like actively speaking the language on the internet? Oh yeah. And, like I said, there's probably like, there's probably 40 or 50 Polish speaking insurance agencies in Chicago. Oh really? Okay. You, yeah. I must not be listening close enough. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's plenty of them. There's a few big ones. Um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty out there. Um, you know, it just depends on, you know, I don't know what they're doing. They, they don't know, you know, what I'm doing unless they've, they know me or if they've talked to me or if they heard me, heard me talk about it somewhere else. Um, but, uh, I mean, the competition's out there and it's not, you know, it's, but you're also looking at the people that are behind the scenes in the agencies, right? So if you look at what was, you probably know this better. What was the average age of the insurance agency owner? I think it's like, 55, I think. Something like yeah, that. I even heard 59 most recently. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at that. You're looking at people that, you know, build out a book of business. They're happy. They've got a good retention. They've got low loss ratios. They're getting contingency. They're collecting a check. Those people don't want to change. So, you know, what, what are they going to do? Right. You know, we've, we've talked about it before. Insurance is not necessarily sexy, although it's bringing it back a little bit. Um, but you know, if you don't have family that's going to be going to the agency or you don't have any, someone that's going to, you know, look to, that, you know, that's going to take it over, um, that change is probably not going to happen. And if it's not going to happen, then they're not going to, you know, be able to, you know, grow further. It's just going to be kind of the same thing, that personal touch, which is great. The old sold way of doing business, but, um, but is it the best way? Oh yeah. No, I mean, certainly. Uh, collecting the contingencies and the, the commissions becomes becomes addictive to where that growth objective is uh, less motivating. Um, man, that's crazy. I just, you know, I'm, I'm a, and, and see, this is the other thing. Like, I ran across an agent. I don't, I don't know, like, how, like, this is like, I don't know, but I ran across an agent in Miami when I was down at Agent 2021, and he came, he came up to me. He's like, yo, this is in the podcast, and uh, blah, blah, blah. Nice. I mean, he had like a thick, Hispanic accent, and he's in Miami. I was like, "Yo, you focus a lot on Spanish-speaking people." He's like, "No, we do everybody." I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, you want to do everybody. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, I mean, I'm not gonna. We 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 
don't have a strong sense of saying no to people, you know, just because we do write the non-standard, we do write the hard to place risk, we do write the, you know, ghost workers comp policies. That's just what fits the community that we serve. Um, so we don't say no. We have learned to be a little bit more picky now just because of where the agency is over the years. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I mean, we still, still write everybody, you know, we just, we just focus, you know, specifically, well, I wouldn't even say focus. I think that we just, we're just strongly known in the Polish community. Um, cause I don't think that the, the advertising, you know, dollars that we're spending are anything crazy, but you know, my dad has a standing spot on the local Polish radio station. You know, that. he talks about it. So you know, people call in and the people that are listening at those types of, you know, those times and know what we do around the community, you know, they, they know where to find us. Yeah, I guess maybe um, just somebody in that position, you know, I, I'm sure there's tons of, I mean, you know, tons of people in, in Miami that speak Spanish that I'm sure there's tons of agencies that are, you know, Spanish speaking focused. But I, don't, I mean, I don't know, there's just something about like just saying like, we're going to focus on something that is more important than, than, I mean, you guys are prioritized Polish speaking people. I would say more so than non-Polish speaking people based on the fact of that you have, you know, 85% of your day-to-day conversations are in Polish. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, uh, there might be, you know, agencies out there that are, that are bigger at us than us. I don't know. I mean, it could be one of those, you know, super chains that are, you know, kind of like yeah. middle market, you know, and they have a Polish Polish speaking uh, team, and uh, it's, you know they could, you know, but um, I don't know. I don't really hear about them, but those agencies are out there, especially in the Chicagoland area. There's one that specifically caters to the Hispanic market, that you know they're generating probably close to twenty million dollars in revenue. I mean, that's huge. That's absolutely massive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're looking at 150 locations, you know your clientele well. You know, that's that's absolutely massive. So what, what's kind of stopped you from getting more serious about the, the marketing online? Have you guys kicked around bringing somebody in or where are you guys at with that? Um, we have kicked around bringing somebody in. Um, I think that just because the amount of changes that we've kind of implemented, uh, we just haven't had time to focus on it. Um, I did figure out how to, you know, delegate a lot of tasks that I put on my plate. I mean, I always have, if you're in my office and you're looking out onto our service floor, which the service team sits on. I have a, a whiteboard out and it has a to-do list of the 10 most important things that I have to do. Um, and that changes on almost on a weekly basis because I just keep knocking things out. Um, and number seven on that list right now is, you know, website and blog. Um, so I, I plan on getting to it. I just haven't, haven't quite gotten to it yet. Um, but uh, just because I found somebody within, within the agency that can kind of handle, you know, working with Marlbox and figuring out, you know, workflows and procedures on depend exactly how I want them because I just end up overanalyzing everything. Um, that's, that's really helped no, me. I don't get that from you at all, Bogus. <laughs> that's really helped me uh, free up time for, for other things. So it's, it's still in the plans. I mean, it's still, still there. Um, you know, knock on wood, we're still growing. So it's not, uh, you know, not killing us. is not something that I see as, as a hundred percent have to be doing right this moment, but uh, it's always in the back of my mind. Although I think I had a, um, I, I never really pushed you that hard on it. I think I had like a video accountability challenge with you. Probably. I think. You did. And I failed. I failed completely. Okay. I record the video 
it was like two minutes long. I never posted it, never edited. Um, you know, it's, uh, I'm when I'm very good at telling people exactly how to do things the way and organizing them, but I'm absolutely terrible at organization myself, which is really strange. No, um, I think they're too different. <laughs> I think the, I think they're I think they're I think those are I think that's right. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know I think it's it's hard to you get caught up in things, right? The industry changes. There's always these hot topics that go around and. You know, video was 2018, 2017, 2018. Um, what? Some agencies are able to do that, you know. Um, How dare you put a date on video? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I mean, it's, it's for sure something that's going to last. I think, I think that v- adding video to a tool as a tool to the agency is a huge plus. Um, you have to find people that are going to be comfortable doing it. You have to find people that are dedicated to do it, and you have to find the time to do it. Um, you know, I think for us, time's tough. Um, I haven't found somebody within the agency, although we have some new blood that might be willing to do it. We just haven't quite gotten there, right? I mean, it's it's it's, it's going to stick around. Um, you've probably noticed the just mass explosion of people vlogging and doing video and everything. Yeah. Um, so it's it's definitely a tool. It's definitely a tool that works. You know, I think eventually it'll probably become a little bit oversaturated, and the next thing will come in. Um, so I'm curious to see what that's going to be, but, uh, you know, it's, I'll listen to you. I don't know if I'm going to allow this, this kind of talk to happen right now, bogus. 